Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. The following program is brought to you by your friends at Podcast One. Don't forget to download our new Podcast One app. Napa know-how. Get all the quality parts you need at your locally owned Napa. Because right now, when you order from Napa Online, you can pick up curbside at your local store in just 30 minutes. Or get your order delivered direct to your door with free one-day shipping and over 160,000 quality parts when you spend $35 or more. Quality parts delivered quickly and safely. That's Napa Know-How. Napa Know-How. At participating stores, standard ground shipping and exclusions apply. It's that Chico Pitbull, Mr. 305, but it said Mr. Worldwide, and you already know what it is. Listen to my new podcast from Negative to Positive. Subscribe today. Now, part of the things that we're doing over here at Negative to Positive is encouraging people to change their lives, change the things that are within their power. I want to thank our good friends at KFC for helping me bring this to you. Feed your whole crew with KFC. Let's go. I can get the KFC bucket of chicken, and you know, that's fire. Now, Babo, you know that you can get that mac and cheese, that mashed potato, gravy, those biscuits. Now, that's that's trouble right there. That is fire right there. You know, on negative to positive, we're always talking about striving and achievement. And, and the Colonel Sanders story is, is a story that inspired me since I was 10 years old. Look how our life comes full circle. Now I'm talking about Colonel Sanders and Kentucky Fried Chicken and how much I love it. <laughs> Listen to my new podcast from negative to positive. Check out the vodcast. Subscribe today. Apple Podcast. Podcast One. Spotify. ProWrestlingSheet.com Welcome everybody to another episode of Collider Body Slam Raw Recap. Again, so much in my mouth. There's so much I gotta say here. <laughs> that uh, sounded wrong. Yeah, did it? Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, right. Yeah, fair point. Fair point. Uh, ugh, yeah. Anyway, we, we are back again this week. I am John Roca. That's Ryan Sadden from the Pro Wrestling Sheet. Just back, freshly back from All In, covered in 10,000 uh, people's other germs. He was there celebrating, having a blast. Yes, Joey Ryan is back. Yeah. 
Actually, dick druids. Our penis druids. What is it called? Penis druids. Penis yes, druids. Dur- during Incredible. His erection. Uh, but, <laughs> but brilliant. It was actually. I saw this when I just put the story up. Yeah. It was uh, eleven thousand people that ended up. Was it eleven thousand two hundred sixty-three? Okay. I think it ended up being the final total or well, something like great. that. Which is so awesome. And no. yeah, I, I am. Uh, I'm very tired. Uh, <laughs> I, I was doing a lot of traveling, a lot of partying. Sure. My birthday was also on Friday. So oh, I was happy dr- birthday! Thank you. So I was drinking too that day. A lot Woo. of stuff went down. Um, had a blast. And I know you and I were here to talk about Raw. Yes. Um, we are going to record a little recap of All In as well. Uh, so for those of you watching, uh, it'll be up after this. So depending on when you're watching this, uh, we will have an All In recap yeah. available as well. So we'll talk about most of the stuff there. But yes, I'm tired. And I just want to say, uh, man, the love that I received from Wrestling Sheet fans oh, that's great. at StarCast, at All In, was overwhelming, man. Like, to be honest with you... You know, we've only been doing this show yeah. for about a month or so, you yeah. know, and I can't tell you how many dual Collider Wrestling Sheet fans there were that came up to me that were saying, like, man, we're so happy that you signed with Collider, that Collider now runs Wrestling That's Sheet. Great. Uh, we're so happy that you do these videos of Roka. Oh, cool. Uh, so many who, so they're watching these videos, they're enjoying them, they're liking what we're doing here, they're liking the recaps. Awesome. Um, and just they're liking the, sh- the, the, the website in general. I can't tell you guys how much that means to me. I, I work so hard on this. Uh, and. Mm-hmm. Oftentimes, I'm dealing with Twitter where uh, it's always negative Twitter. So, <laughs> so I sometimes get uh, my my uh, my point of view on myself and my website a little uh-huh. skewed. So it was nice to be there and see that there are a lot of wrestling. Be reminded that there are a lot of wrestling sheet fans who very much enjoy what we're doing, who very much enjoy these videos. Awesome. Uh, so thank you to all of you who came up and said something. Uh, I even I even worked it out with people who didn't like me before. So I, oh. you know, I, there were a few people who were like, "No, I don't like you," uh, and we sat down, hammered it out. And wow. So that was nice to do that as well so it was a it was a very positive experience we're going to talk much more about it on the all-in recap but for now we, yeah we have raw to get to. that's right uh, coming out of columbus ohio and i want to echo thank you so much to anybody who said they were happy with these uh, recaps for raw and smackdown on collider 2 uh to ryan if my name come out of your mouth in a positive way thank you so much it did 100 yeah 100 oh, it, it was definitely awesome. your name was mentioned by multiple people oh that's very good they like what you're doing here that they like that buddy. you're part of the team they are like the outlaws part of wrestling <laughs> shoe, we love it that's where, where else do i belong where else does the outlaw belong <laughs> Well, anyway, we started off Raw, you know, coming off All In. Raw had to bring, I feel like WWE knew they had to bring it. Mm-hmm. And you could tell from the opening segment, they really did. Now we've got a confirmation. Strowman is officially heel. He is with uh, McIntyre. He's with Ziggler. They came out together. Good these hands. They repeated what happened last week. They showed the video of that. And they stated what they're going to do. And he said he needed to get a crew with him. So it's not going to be the family anymore. This is the crew. And before anybody got too disappointed, the Shield came out. They went. They tried to go at him. Then all these people ran out of the locker room. The whole big melee, which I thought was really well done. Sometimes these melees look a little forced or fake. Yeah. And this one looked like they legitimately were six animals who wanted at each other no matter what the cost. And I really liked that. What did you think, I, Ryan? That's the one silver lining to me out of all of this yeah. so far has been the fact that all these guys look like they want it, look yeah. like vicious when they when they go against each other. Um, you know, I mentioned last week that mm-hmm. I was kind of hoping that this was more of a gray area brawn for now, just because they like to kind of switch him back and forth from heel to face. Right. Um, but man, this was the most heel we've really had of yeah. brawn in a while. I'm not sure I dig it, you know? Oh. I mean, I know that I've been like... I know that everyone's becoming a hypocrite because of the Becky Lynch stuff, but I just... <laughs> you know, I, I really... I just... I. Well, everything's a case by case basis. I know. You I can't know. be general. I know. They I can't. know. I know. But I, I just know that I'm going to get like, oh, he's a hypocrite because no. he says. But it was. It, I mean, it also felt like they're like, all right, well, fine. If we're not, if it's not going to work for Becky Lynch, yeah. then we're going to give it to Braun Strowman. We're going to get rid of one of the faces you like, you know. <laughs> and so that was kind of like the vibe I got from it, you know. Uh. I, 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 
I like the team. Mm-hmm. Uh, they seem like a badass unit. I have always said that there is money in Dolph Ziggler still. Um, and, yes. and I think, to be honest with you, you add one more guy to that group, and they are they, they do have potential yeah. to be a legit legit stable. Now, yeah. they also run the risk of being like a... Um, uh, what's the nation? Not the nation. The the the, the union. They they run the risk of being like the union oh, okay. with Mick Foley, where it's kind of like a bunch of people thrown together, like Big yeah. Show and Mick Foley and Ken Shamrock and yeah. stuff. But uh, but I, I I do see you know as much as I'm bummed and I feel like Braun Strowman you know pushing him more to the heel side of things doesn't yeah. help anything. Um, I do like this pairing. I do think they could be a serious threat uh, if they stay together for a long time. Yeah, I had a horrible feeling that uh, and this occurred to me later on in the episode, which we'll get to at some point. Um, the Balor would be their fourth at, uh, for the Shield. Oh, interesting. And oh, yeah, Corbin okay. would be the fourth four. Oh, that's that's what I'm talking. That's what that's what bothered me. No. And when he set that match up later on the Raw, I was like, Oh no, is this what's happening later on? Like after this, after this uh, pay per view, are they going to set this up before <sighs> on four? <sighs> so we'll see. We'll see how that plays out. But I do think they, they. I think they know they can play this way with Strowman because I think they know they can bring him back, and the fans don't care. Like the fans will, are cool with him but swinging heel you, to but face. Do you think that? Okay, and I agree with you for the most part. I mean, you know, I agree with you for the most he's part. He's like Teflon heel. Yeah, but, but at the same time, I worry that like if you shove him too far in one direction, yeah. like I get it when he beats up your 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 uh, you know your heroes or whatever. Right. Like he's a monster, whatever. Right. But it's when he starts kind of like talking crap on the fans and mm-hmm. stuff. It's kind of like then he's going too far. Then he maybe goes too far. Right. Like, does it, is it is it then still just as easy to switch him back? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I worry that, but yeah. I guess we're going to find out. Yeah, yeah. Well, and also we're going to find out that with, uh, with, uh, with Alexa Bliss, too, at some point down the road. Uh, but the Bella Twins came back. That was the next match we had. Wait, wait, real fast. No, wait, wait, is, is right after that, is that when they announced, is that when they teased Finn and Baron right Yes, after Finn, Baron, Corbin. Again. This And is- your tweet was hilarious. <laughs> Rinse, repeat. <laughs> that was me, by the way, last yeah. night, because James was still traveling back from Chicago, and uh, he got screwed in oh, his... Shit. Oh, man, I feel bad, dude. Oh. James had a flight scheduled for, like, I want to say, I think it was, like, four yesterday. Yeah. yeah. And then it got... Pu- or I think it was even earlier than that, like, two or three. Got pushed back to six. <laughs> then it got pushed back to eight. Then it got canceled. What? Then, when it got canceled, they told him that... Because he lives in New York. Yeah. They told him that uh, he could only – that all the seats were booked uh, uh, for the next few, like 24 hours. Wow. And he was not avail- able to get one. So he couldn't get another flight after it got canceled until 945 the next night, which is still tonight. So he's still in Chicago, I believe. What? Waiting for his flight home. Yeah. I was like, oh, man. that's I'm so glad I came home Do earlier. you know who James is? <laughs> get him on a plane. Get him home. Get him home. <laughs> also, speaking of James, uh, yeah. real quick plug. It's in the Wrestling Sheet radio feed for those of you watching on YouTube. Uh, we did the Greatest Royal Rumble at StarCast with James Storm, Blue Meanie, uh, James McKenna, and Marty Rosa. James Ellsworth ended up not being able to do the show. Of course. Su- yeah, I know. Fucking Ellsworth. Yeah, fucking but, Ellsworth. But, but it was really funny. I really enjoyed it. I had a great time. Super fun comedy show. Um, I hope you guys enjoy it. If you haven't listened to it, give it a shot. Let me know what you think. I'd like to do more of those kinds of live show in Los Angeles. So if you like it, oh, please yeah. let me know because I think it'd be a fun thing. I could maybe set more things up like that in the future. So uh, so please give it a shot. Uh if there's any incentive to get you to listen, at one point I fell off the stage during the show. So, <laughs> so uh, it was an accident, but it happened. Uh, That's excitement for you. Yeah, yeah. You, you so, lose but yes, but yes, this uh, this Baron Corbin Finn Balor thing. Yeah. I, I, I okay. I know that it didn't end up happening. It didn't end up happening, which was good. 
But why promote yeah. that is even going to happen? We're already yeah. so over this match. Everyone yeah. is happening every week now. Every 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 event is happening now. Yeah. We're, it's, it's overload on Baron Corbin <laughs> versus Finn Balor. And then they promote it like as the main event. Like anyone, anyone yeah. is going to be sticking around for that. Like that just it blew my mind. Yeah. I was so frustrated when I saw that. Yeah. Copy and paste. It Clearly. bothered my mind. It, <laughs> it did. Me. I know. I saw your tweet. I was like, oh, yep. Sounds good. Yep. And they probably heard you because they switched it around. Okay, they heard a lot of people. Thank you. You know, uh, the Bella <laughs> Twins took on the Riot Squad, uh, Liv Morgan and Sarah Logan. Uh, look, the Bellas are back. You've been going uh, back and forth with people online. I've been seeing your responses. I'm not 100% happy the Bellas are back because it pushes back the other ladies who've earned their spots as well. Well, now the Bellas, I don't know if they need to wrestle. That's the thing. They've got their total Bellas. they got their total Divas show. They're doing their thing. They've created their mini little empire. Bringing them back kind of bothers me a little bit because it does feel like they're pushing the other girls back. So, And the match here was a little sloppy all around, I thought. I, I thought Brie, I think Brie is the more athletic, but she's also felt a little rustier in the match. Yeah, she's had a further time away from exactly. the ring. Yeah. And you could tell. And you could tell I mean, look, the moment. Those, 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 those guys weren't it. good. I'm not, you know, I'm right, not defending right, right, that they right, were right. looking good or yeah. anything like that. It's just it bothered me seeing people be like, see, Brie Bell is the worst wrestler of all time. Yeah, like, that's do ridiculous. you know how many times we see Charlotte yeah. or the guys on 205 Live yeah. or every single wrestler who does dives? Or Sasha. Sasha, yeah. who, who makes a mistake, who botches their dives a yeah. little bit. It's like a rampant thing, and people aren't going like, oh, that person's the worst wrestler of all time. Right. Yeah, I get it. Maybe the one that I used, the example I used of Sasha wasn't the best example because <laughs> some people think that it was on purpose. I get it. I, it wasn't It wasn't. Wait, do you have heat with Sasha? No, it wasn't okay, knock okay. on Sasha at all. I, I need to know if you have heat with Sasha. Little, Sasha was my favorite wrestler. Okay. It wasn't a knock on Sasha in the slightest okay. bit. I literally, that was ever. I could have put, it was just the first one yeah. that came to mind because I yeah. saw people comparing the two. But like, I, I, dude, Sasha's one of the great, yeah. best women's wrestlers on the roster. Agreed. That's all I was saying is yeah. that, like, you know, when everyone else does it, it's not like everyone's going like, oh, that person's the worst wrestler ever. But there's this bias against the Bella Twins. Yeah. You know, there's this big bias. Like, oh, they're the worst. They're the worst. Mm-hmm. They're the terrible wrestlers. Only from Divas era, blah, blah, Bothers me. You know, it bothers me. I mean, people are going like, well, they're not WWE. Because like, people were angry that they were called, referred to as WWE legends last night. And oh, it was like. Yeah. They are WWE legends. They've been in the company yeah. 10 years. Yeah. You know, Divas, longest Divas reign. Uh, you know, they've been in tons of memorable matches, yeah. regardless if you don't think they're five-star ratings or whatever. You know, they're, yeah. they're, they're, they have been a permanent fixture of WWE television that has helped further the brand for women and stuff like that. So while I understand what you're saying about having them on TV again, because, yeah, it makes sense what you're saying about, yeah. you know, other women not maybe getting as, uh, an opportunity, at the same time, they deserve a spot at well, Evolution. And the thing is, Ryan, this happens all the time on the men's side. Yeah, you know, absolutely. They bring back Batista, or they bring back Flair, or they bring back, like last night, they Kurt brought Angle. back Shawn or Kurt Angle. Yeah, other people get pushed aside or pushed back. That's how the game is. You can complain about it, but it's been happening since the dawn of wrestling because they bring – and their rea- people's reactions were pretty positive in the, in the crowd. I just think people view the Bellas – if you don't like the Bellas, view the Bellas as, yes, as divas carryovers, they, it, trying to be legitimate re- or trying to act like they were legitimate wrestlers like Sasha, like uh, uh, Charlotte or Bailey or or even Becky, all these other wrestlers that have come through, including the Riot Squad. So, but but what well, your point though is valid. They expanded the idea of a female wrestler. They laid the groundwork. Trish Stratus and Lita did their job for their time. Then the Bellas came in and did their job for their time. Yeah, you, you may have issues with the fact that they both hooked up with the two top guys on the roster, but that's the way life is, and that's the way it works. They 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 got together and blah blah blah. I think some people also feel like maybe they're they 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 
they pursue fame more than wrestling. And so I get that's that. That's the perception, absolutely. Right, yeah. that's the perception. And, and you know what? I, I respect that. You got to do what you got to do. You got to make your money. But the, the consequences sometimes is the fans turn on you. And that's what I think is happening. Whether right or wrong, I think that's what's happening. Well, it's just a weird thing to have fans turn their back on you because you want to expand the, the, your fan yeah. base. You know, and that, that's yeah. a weird thing to me. You know, it doesn't make any sense. It's just like, look it. The, the Bella Twins were already famous. Yes. Then they left WWE on their own yeah, to yeah. go try and pursue a career in reality television. Yeah, like you said, they pitched the, the show. Bella Twins. Yeah, pitching the they show. They came up with they it. They came up it. with Total yeah. Divas, started pitching it, then they pitched it to E, then yeah. WWE pitched a similar show to E about like WWE wrestlers, and they were like, hey, why don't you guys just combine these two things? They yeah. came back to WWE, everything got worked out. You know, So I, what, what frustrates me is when people go like, the Bella Twins have not brought an audience to WWE. Is mind blowing. I can yeah. name ten girls I know who never would have watched wrestling mm-hmm. until they saw Total Divas, and they saw Total Divas, and they got they got hooked on re- you know hooked on them, yeah. and decided to tune into wrestling and got hooked on wrestling. There are three, two, sorry, two female writers who wrote for my site mm-hmm. at different points in time who both didn't start watching until Total Divas, and that led to them being writers on a wrestling site. Yeah. It, the girls I worked with at TMZ, there was like three girls that worked at TMZ that started watching wrestling because of Total Divas. There's girls I went to high school with that never would have cared about, don't care about any story on my website. Yeah. But when I post a story of the Bella Twins, they're like, oh my god, I know, I love that show. And right. so, so, so it, it, it's, it's frustrating when people don't see that. They do have an influence stuff. But yeah. yes, that being said... <laughs> The dive sucked. I mean, look, yeah. the, the dive sure, but bad, but that, but that happens. That you know, happens. I mean, terrible guys are, I, I, I turn the other cheek for Charlotte all the time. So, yeah, but, if, yeah, if I got to believe Ric Flair could beat, beat people up still at 65 years old, I mean, those are the things you have to take yes. one way or the other. And the thing is, uh, the other thing, too, I, and I, Brian, I think you make great points here. It's minimalist to think it's only the wrestling. It's only these current crop of women that have changed. No. You go back to Mula. You go back to Richter. You go back to uh, uh, Trish Stratus. And you go back to uh, Lita. You go back to – then you go back to the Divas. They all carried the water at for, for what was happening at the time for female wrestlers or females in the wrestling business. Now, what expanded? The Bellas came in, did their show, pitched their show. I guarantee you that show brought a lot of women to wrestling, like you said, because – they weren't getting storylines overtly on the regular shows. So you create a show where these ladies can give you a window into their lives. And, yes, some, most of it was scripted or whatever. But you saw their relationships. You saw their loves. You saw their, their passion for wrestling, their training, their injuries, what they went through with their families. So that gave you – that humanized them in a way more than just being TNA, well, it's which is what like, they were for sim- a lot of people. Yeah, it's similar to, like, being the elite. You yeah. know, like, yeah. being, the elite, being the elite. It's obviously very yeah. different audiences. Yeah. But being the elite made you feel like you were in on the joke yes. with the young black. Yes. It made you feel like you were part of this, like you were part like, of the joke. Yeah, like you, Natty was revitalized by totally. that total diva show. I mean, Naomi, Naomi too. like, is the, Absolutely. You know, that's why she, I mean, granted, yeah. she's got huge uh, uh, skill. I mean, yeah, she's yeah, yeah, of course. massively uh, entertaining, right, right, great right. wrestler. Um, but but there's a, but that show helped her out a yeah. lot. I mean, yeah. you can't deny that, yeah. you know. I mean, even, you know, you mentioned some of the, you know, Having to pay respects to the women of the past, you yeah. know, they they announced uh, for some reason wasn't announced on Raw, but it was mentioned that uh, after the show that it's going to be Lita versus Mickey James yes. at Evolution. Yeah. And at first, I was like, that's a weird. I don't know. I don't like. 
like that. Yeah. But then when I realized that it was Mickey versus Lita in her retirement match, and they're kind of paying homage to something that happened in the past right. related to women's wrestling, and I, you know, to be honest with you, this is kind of, when she had that retirement match is a little bit of the time when I had fallen out a little yeah. bit of wrestling. Um, and I didn't remember how that ended where like they kind of made fun of her afterwards mm-hmm. and Crime Time came out and did yeah. a whole thing making fun of her after she retired. So um, I like they're almost giving a, a, a do-over, yeah. you know, a mulligan to Lita's retirement match that I, 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 I kind of like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And we'll see. As they start announcing this card more and more, we'll see where that goes, uh, to be honest with you. Um, something surprising happened to Chad Gable and Bobby Roode together as a tag team. I'll be honest with you. When it started, I was like, F this. I am not on board. <laughs> Then the match started. And I'm telling you something. I don't know. Maybe I'm in the minority here, but I like this pairing. I do. I like Bobby Roode. He needs to be on TV. I like Chad Gable with Bobby Roode because they're two completely different styles of wrestlers. And sometimes that can work. One guy who's the powerhouse aggressive, one guy who's more the technical wrestler doing what he's doing and can tell the story better in the ring. I saw that with Bobby Roode, and I saw the, the, the fact that Chad Gable mowed through the ascension when he got in there. And he's a powerful guy. Oh, yeah. So to let him be the focus of the tag team for the power shots versus uh, – uh, versus uh, 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 Bobby Root, who's going to be more of the methodical wrestler. I like this combo. We'll see how it progresses in their promos, but I like this combo. What's yeah, your thought? You know, I, I got to agree with you. You know, I, I have said on here that Bobby Root doesn't really interest me all yeah. the time, you know, and, yep. I, and Chad Gable super interests me. Like, I yeah. think Chad Gable is great. I remember when he got signed, I was like, this guy's going to be the future, I can tell. Yeah. And he's always been so entertaining to me in the ring, but he also is someone that um, both of these guys are good in tag teams. Yes. You know, Bobby Roode, oh, my money. favorite time, beer money. Beer you know, money, And this was very similar to that in terms of like an extremely charismatic wrestler yep. who is a solid hand in the ring um, being paired with Bobby Roode to make Bobby Roode interesting. You yeah. know, to make you cheer for Bobby Roode. Yeah. And, you know, even when Bobby Roode was in Fortune, I think he was pretty sure he was in Fortune, yeah. but when he was in other stuff, he's, I've always enjoyed Bobby Roode when he's got someone to compliment mm-hmm. him. Much, much, much more. And so I thought actually it was a genius move. I, I, I yep. hate... That Chad Gable has is not used more yeah. on Raw. I mean, the the since the superstar shakeup, he's barely been used at all. And yeah. every time he is given an opportunity, he always maximizes mm-hmm. it. So yeah, I was a big fan of this. I thought they had fun energy and fun charisma with each other. I think there's good potential. I do fear that I do fear that this is gonna lead to them breaking up. And this is the Bobby Roode heel turn finally. Absolutely. That, that, Absolutely. He looked too happy, too nice. Yep. He was too friendly. Yep. But at the same time, look at if that is the case, and we get heel Bobby Roode and a f- singles face push for Gable? Chad Gable, yep. great all around. Absolutely. So, so as much as I'm, I like this team together, and I say, like, oh, I'm bummed that this is going to happen, this is what I've wanted to happen. Yeah. So great. If, if it leads to that, then this is positive all around. It's a good way to start it. Yeah, once again, once again the Ascension become... The stepchildren, the stepchildren, right? stepchildren, poor ascension <laughs> of raw. It's just, they put everyone over. They're just getting that paycheck, man. They're putting everyone over, getting getting that paycheck. I know the wasteland needs yeah. the, needs the upkeep. You know, I need to know what I would love to have. You know, the access you have sometimes to these wrestlers and have off the record conversations about what it must be like when they realize, damn it, we're we were coming up with all this stuff, we're coming all this momentum from NXT, and now we're jobbers for to put everyone else over. What the what the atmosphere is like in the locker room towards them if people are because in the past you know the the stars would give you all kinds of shit if you were a jobber, all kinds of shit if you were never going to win matches and you were just there to put everyone else over and you lost your push. I wonder if now, because we're more of a touchy-feely society, more understanding society, if the guys and the ladies in the back aren't as ball-busting or, or, or 
uh, sarcastic as I before. I don't think they are. You know, you okay. see someone like a Tyler Breeze, who I think is someone yeah. who does kind of get loved in that, and he talks all the time about like how happy he is, no, how good. there's roles for everybody, there mm-hmm. that everyone needs to play a certain part, and that yeah, he would like to be in the main event, but yeah. not everyone's going to be in the main event. And he he likes to be used where he can to continue yeah. making a lot of money doing his dreams. So there is that. But then you listen to someone like a Zach Ryder, who oh yeah, um, I was listening to Lillian Garcia's podcast this morning. He was the guest this week, and I was. Uh, today, or yeah. yesterday's episode, I was, listening, I was listening to it on the way into work, and it was interesting to hear him talk about his push kind of being deflated after the whole um, Long Island ICE, oh, you know, yeah, that, yeah. that whole thing, um, when that kind of got taken from him. And it was interesting to hear his mindset, because, you know, how long ago was that now? Yeah. That was a good time ago, yeah, you know, but and he's still there, mm-hmm. uh, he's done a lot of different things, but it was interesting to hear his, his um, more adult Looking back on it, yeah, perspective, perspective, yeah, there yeah, was a little yeah. adult perspective on yeah. it, and it was interesting. He was saying like, "I'm the one to blame for that. Oh. There's no one else to blame for that but me." Wow. Which is interesting. I, I wouldn't have thought to hear him say that. And he basically said, "Look, it. I had this popular thing. Uh, I was, uh, I, you know, I should have had the guts to go into Vince's office and say, where is this going? Yeah. I've done this. I've got this big following. People are hot on it.'" Where are we going with this? Yeah. Like, I should have had the the wherewithal to like go in there and say something new, but I was too nervous. I was too mm-hmm. scared. Um, and he was also like, all, he also kind of pointed, uh, put it on his uh, mass. Like mm-hmm. he was like, look, I was kind of small at the time. You know, wrestlers are supposed to be big. Yeah. Um, you know, after that, I kind of bulked up a little more. I added like ten pounds, and you know, you wouldn't think that ten pounds makes a big difference, but if you look at me now compared to then, yeah. I'm way more jacked than I, than I was back <laughs> then. Um, and so, but it was interesting to hear that if someone go like, no, yeah, because for so long everyone's been like, man, that was waste. That got wasted. You know, like, Zach was the biggest thing. And it was interesting just to hear him go, like... It was my fault. Sometimes it is. And yeah. you know, it's it's all these little like I said, like I was saying earlier, everything's a case by case basis. You know, some people have the guts to walk in there and risk getting fired by Vince or being put on the bench by Vince because they want to get control of the direction of their character. They want to make him aware of what they want to see out of their character. And some people do it the right way, some people do it the wrong way. It, it doesn't mean just because you marched in there you're gonna get what you want. No. It's how you present it. And if Vince or Triple H or uh John uh whatever it, John Laronitis sees the possibility of it and then goes with it. Well, so, I, yeah, I think yeah. Cody and Ryback, Cody Rhodes and Ryback are like perfect examples yeah. of that. You know, Cody Rhodes went in there and said, this is what I want. They were like, no, this is what I want. No. Okay, give me my release. Yeah. I'm going to go out there. And, you know, a few years have passed now and look what happened over the weekend. Hell you know? yeah. But then there's also the Rybacks of the world who went in there and said, like, I should be the number one thing in the world. Right. They said, no, he quit. Yeah. And then now he's not doing as much, you yeah. know? So, I mean, there, there, are, there are levels of that, yeah. you know? So it's interesting. It is interesting to hear. It's interesting to see what someone is willing to do to get the result they want. Exactly, exactly. And it happens everywhere. It happens everywhere. All right, Elias came out, did his thing, got to walk with Elias. Uh, Alexa came out. Look, I'm not, listen, I need to be very honest with you. <laughs> and I'm a little scared to say this. I've, I love Alexa Bliss. Like, yeah, I, I I've like, no, I, if there's listen, one thing I've noticed from these raw reviews <laughs> that you are an Alexa Bliss fan. I am a mark for her. Her new trunks, all I can tell you is I fell in love with her all over again. She, that woman is very attractive, beautiful, and great in the ring. I love how she can manipulate a promo so well now. You know, Ohio, all that shit, and then turning it right around, all these losers who she graduated high school with well, we made, and we left t- behind. We, we talked about Owens doing that last yeah, week in, yeah. in, in Montreal, or yeah. wherever he was, in Canada. Yeah, in Canada. And, uh, and in Toronto, yeah, right. Yeah, and she did it just as well. I just love. Well. I was 
cracking up when yeah. she did that. That yeah. was, was great. It was a great turn. And and then it was announced, right, that she's going to have her match. Obviously, Or no, it wasn't announced, but it was talked about that she's going to have her match uh, with Trish at Evolution. So that's going to be fun. Elias did his thing. And then, of course, Rousey came out with the music. And then all this stuff happened. And the match with Natty and uh, Alexa went forward. Uh, I, I, I thought it was a good match. It was quick, though, but it was a good match. Do you like Elias being used as the vehicle to promote Evolution? I do. Uh, because... If there's anybody who is in on the joke and in on the promotion of this, and I don't mean the joke of evolution, I mean can be made fun of to get all this stuff going forward. I think Elias is a great gateway to that, yeah, because he's funny, but he's all and he's also over with the fans and the guitar thing, all the music thing, all of that works, and they all interrupting him, using him, and him just getting him progressively getting more and more frustrated is what I want to see. Oh, because they're totally gonna. This is all gonna end with all these people, all these women beating him up. Yes, before absolutely. evolution, one hundred percent. They're all gonna hit their finishers on him. That would be great. People are gonna be pissed, but yeah. I, that has to be where this ends yeah. because they've been doing it too, especially since they set it up this week with the. Uh, I strongly dislike uh, women who hit men. Yeah. The, the fact that he brought that one up this week, I was like, oh. so, And that's why he keeps, I hope, that's why he keeps kind of like powdering out of the yeah. ring each time they kind of come in. I'm hoping that this eventually leads to like them all circling around him and, yeah. and they all, you know, lead us hitting the moonsault. Everyone's doing their moves on him. That's where I hope this is going. Yeah. Um, and I, I, I also think it's very smart to use Elias as the vehicle to push W Evolution the way they've been doing yeah. it. Because it's similar to like how they use, um, you know, like the Miz with his, mm-hmm. you know, the 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 what's this what's this show called the Miz and Mrs. No 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 his talk show like the oh yeah 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 you know what I'm talking yeah, about yeah, but yeah. but like you know the talk shows and all that it, it, it's smart you know right. and the, the Elias Miz TV there right, go, thank right. you and the Elias segments uh, are that currently mm-hmm. on Raw like they're like the Piper's Pit segment of Raw basically yeah, yeah, yeah. so I I really like uh, that they decided to kind of like use that because instead of just being like time to build up Elias. Now they're using Elias to build up other people. And I think yep. that, that, that's, that's great. If they can do that, that's great. It's a win I, for everybody. I agree. Yeah. I agree completely. And, and he's a good one to do it, like I said. Well, uh, I, I, I want to ask you one question. I know we, we're limited on the raw thing today, but I, are you okay with how Natty, like, don't you want to grieve? Don't you want to go home? And say, Like, are they using this a little bit? To, do you feel like they're walking that line? Of course, Natty's not going to do anything she doesn't want to do because she's royalty there. So they're not going to let her. Like, if she didn't want to wrestle, they wouldn't force her to wrestle. But the evolutionist, do you think she's thinking the bigger picture of evolution? She's like, I'm going to sacrifice my grief for now. Or, does, or is Natty one of these lifers that's just like, I'm going to wrestle no matter what? Mm-hmm. And we've seen there have been a lot of male wrestlers who wrestled through whatever. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, so. As I someone wonder, who's like went, went through loss, you know, like yeah. I lost my brother five years ago yeah. and I remember you know for me my mom my dad yeah. the, a lot of the, the kind of like the way we helped forget get our mind off things yeah, was working yeah. again okay. I mean to be honest with you going back to work yeah. like, when I worked TMZ they gave me the time off they were like look it take as long as you want go, right. to, go to yourself and I came back sooner than they expected like okay. I did the same thing I was like you know what I'm sitting there crying at home every day yeah. anyways. I might as well just go on the road and help get my mind off of things. Yeah. I mean, the fact that she's talking with Shawn Michaels backstage about, you know, how she, you know, her dad and how yeah. she got this cool picture and, and, and all that kind of stuff. Uh, so I get it. You know, I really think, okay. you know, having a support, when you lose someone, having a support system yeah. is oh, so yeah. important. Absolutely. Like, so important. So I'm sure her support system is on the road right now. Yeah. So if she could be with them, it's only going to help her. Yeah. Yeah. And, and the thing is... 
Yeah, and then the end, you know, I just don't like I when I went through the grief of the loss of my dad ten years ago. Like there are just random moments where you break down, yeah, and you don't even see them coming. Totally. So I wonder. I hope she doesn't have any of that in the ring. That could be weird. So that's one of my concerns. That makes sense. It's so quickly afterwards. Yeah, it, it's, so. very, it's it is very soon afterwards. Yeah, yeah, we'll see how that plays out. Well, speaking of quickly uh, afterwards, uh, Ziggler and McIntyre roll right on top of the of uh, uh, the revival and just destroyed them to take their spots to go for the B team. To fight for the tag team championships. Did you like this as a heel move? Did you think this is their way of moving the revival? Because they were setting up the revival to win these titles. Is, there a way of, is this a way of saying the revival don't deserve to be tag team champions? It, it was tough. Because the messages are there, man. <laughs> it's tough. It's really tough because, okay, while I very much think that Drew McIntyre and Dolph Ziggler make great tag team Absolutely. champions. That adding the titles does add extra heat to and importance to everything going on uh, with the three-on-three uh, three thing right now. Yeah. Because now we've got the WWE champion and the Intercontinental champion versus the tag team champions and another person. That, so it's like all the titles are in a match. Yeah, you know? yeah. so, so I get it. I get it. Adds extra heat. Helps everything. She's like, why you gotta do my boys the revival like that, man? <laughs> like, you know, like the, you didn't have to do the revival like that. Everyone loves the revival. And don't you remember last week where I was saying yeah. when every time I hear someone go, "We're the best wrestlers ever," I get nervous that it's just Vince being like, "You were right." I'm gonna bury those That's dudes. Right. Remember that? I always feel like it's a setup to I'm gonna. Like, every time I hear that, I go like, "Oh, they're getting buried in the very near future." It yeah. happened when the revival did it before Raw 25. Right. Then he, so so look at. I, I, I use the term buried loosely because they're still getting TV time and yes. stuff. But I have a hard time believing, especially based on the push that yeah. Dolph Ziggler and Drew McIntyre are getting, that the Revival are going to get the tag team titles anytime soon now. Right. Um, I, you know, it, it, it is a little bit of a bummer, but, but at the same time... Um, it is what it is. It makes yeah. sense. It makes sense to kind of do the shield. As, and It just makes yeah. sense. It makes sense. I get it. Okay. I get it. It puts it there. It's just, 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 come on. Put some respect <laughs> on the Revival's name, guys. All right, well, let's jump then to talk and, about And I'm happy the B team lost the tag team title. Well, there you go. It was time. Do you think it'll be a three man, three uh, six person tag mm. with Revival, with McIntyre and Ziggler and the B team for the title at, at the next pay per view? What's the next pay per view? Hell in a Cell. Is that the next pay per view? Oh, that's Hell in a Cell. They're all dual brands. So it's yeah. Hell in a Cell, yeah. then Evolution, right? Yeah. And then, Super, and then Super Showdown? I think so. No, Super no, no, no. I think. I think Super Showdown is before Evolution. Anyway, okay. um, I'm going to say, no, I'm going to say next week on Raw, because I saw the like Fallout video where yeah. they were like, wait a second, we, we, have, a, we have a rematch clause. We have a rematch clause. So I feel like next week they're going to rematch clause and get destroyed. Team get destroyed two seconds. Wow. Like that, that's my guess. Uh, oh, I'd like it if the Revival beat them up and took their spot I, and went in the match would, against Sakatara. I would like it, but I have a hard time believing that they're going to they're, they're gonna push the Revival like that. As much as I love the Revival and would love to see it. Well, speaking of the team they're trying to push again, the Office of Pain, apparently. It picked up Drake Maverick. Oh, my God. This, this was... Tell me. This just made no sense, yeah, Roka. it's horrible. What? Okay. I, if you have to introduce yourself... Not only Paul Heyman. If you have to introduce yourself... This is a bad situation. Well, it's like, okay, Drake Maverick is so talented. Sure. It's not that I don't like Drake Maverick being paired with Authors of Pain. It's just this move makes no freaking sense. Yes. It makes no sense. I mean, why in a kayfabe sense? And I I saw a lot of responses that people put me on Twitter, so I'll I'll address that as well. (laughs) But why on on Earth, if you're the Authors of Pain, would you dis? 
Paul Ellering. Tra- trade in Paul Ellering. For Drake Maverick. Who has no record of managing tag team, ti- no, no tag re- team titles. No record. No, 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 no track record. And if you are going to pair Drake Maverick with the Authors of Pain, why on freaking earth did you put him in the same outfit as them? This is like, it's not the Dudley Boys where you need to have like Spike in the same gear. It honestly looked yeah. like that. It looked like little Spike Dudley. Yeah. And look at I know Drake Maverick likes Spike Dudley. He's a Spike Dudley fan. Some, some, maybe it's a comparison he likes, but but it just it didn't look right. It looked so weird. It looked so off. It was like it looked like when that Roman Reigns fan or the the Shield fan jumped over the barricade dressed as the Shield. Yeah, yeah. You know, it was like, it was or like, when Angle did it. Yeah, which was, like, was ridiculous. It was like why is yeah. he in the same clothes as them? He looked like Strowman had taken out that little kid. He looked like that little kid who got taken out to fight for the tag team title. <laughs> That's what he looked like. He looked like he was oversized. Nicholas all grown up. Yeah, it was like oversized. It didn't even look like it fit. Yeah, it, it looked was, like he was double wearing double XL shit all over his body. I mean, like I it was like, ridiculous. I, I, like I said, I like it. I, yeah. or I like the pairing. Okay, it's just like man, you're gonna have to make some sense of that shit yeah. because. Yeah. Why? Yeah. Why would you? I, I, the only thing that everyone said to me on Twitter was, "Well, I mean, obviously, uh, I, I love when people say obviously. <laughs> oh, obviously, uh, they felt shame for dumping Paul Ellering right. and didn't want to like come back with their tail tucked between their legs after they've had an uneventful run without him. So they found someone else. Yeah. And yeah, okay, that makes sense, I guess. But like." Not really. Like, I'm sure they were like, hey, we're sorry, Paul. Yeah. Paul would be like, okay, let's do this. You yeah. know? Yeah, like, of course. And I know this is storyline, so I, I know right. they're not going to actually call Paul Ellering and apologize to him. But yeah, you know yeah, what I mean. Yeah, Paul will beat up Drake maybe at some point. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, Undertaker came out, called Shawn Michaels a coward. I, I oh, got I forgot the... you don't like Shawn Michaels, yeah, so it's going to be interesting. Look, I got the point of this, and I got why it, was, it went down the way it did. I... I don't know. I just don't think it's necessary. Okay. The Undertaker calling Shawn Michaels a coward after two incredible matches with him at WrestleMania seems weird to me. And it seems like, oh, let's goad the fans into asking Shawn to fight one more time. It seems like an ego stroke that is unnecessary for the heartbreak kid. Shawn, I love you. I love you as a wrestler, man. But, like, this kind of stuff just bothers me all around. And, you know, those people bitch about Triple H putting himself in situations, putting his mask so It's not a surprise that he put his best buddy in this situation as well. And I get it. They have connections because of the WrestleMania matches, which, bar none, are some of my favorite WrestleMania matches ever. Uh, I get it, the connection, but I just I thought it was so weird. Why would he call him a coward? It makes no sense. Do you think that it was better in, in terms of building up Taker versus Triple H one last time again? Yeah. Better than those vin- than those vignettes have been doing? That, I, I'll tell you what, yes. Okay. Those vignettes seemed, they're all weird to yeah, me. Yeah, I don't really care about the legends being like, well, it was going to be tough, but this did a good be, job because yeah. Taker was directly involved in all of that whole storyline yeah. of like last ever match time, right. the end of an era. Right, right. The vignettes are weird because it's like everybody knows the scripted, so stop. Oh, I think it's going to be Taker. I think it's going to be Triple H. <laughs> what are you talking about? It's scripted. The voice of Kevin Nash says he thinks Triple yeah, H is going to win. Exactly. That's the thing. That's so weird <laughs> we too. never talked about how weird that was last week. And it was just like the vo- <laughs> it was like everyone's video, and then just the voice of Kevin yeah. Nash for some reason, where he's just a picture of him doing this. Um, uh, it's probably so, that NWO stuff they got to figure out. Totally. Yeah. So okay, I get your points. He shouldn't. If, if they're going to make him fight Taker before. Triple H fights Taker at no way. Showdown. No way. Well, if Taker wins, do you think now Shawn Michaels challenges him after the match, and we have another greatest greatest showdown? Well, so I I saw someone else say I saw someone else guess you know per, you know prediction yeah. that maybe Taker really is ready to retire, and he wants his retirement match 
to also be against HBK. Oh, like uh, Flair had. Yeah. Which was 10 years ago. Someone posted it yesterday. Crazy? 10 years ago. I know. I'm sorry. Um, but, no, but, but similar to like HBK and yeah. Taker. So it'd be like they both had their final matches with each other, you know? Uh-huh. But, but since when do you get to put yourself over? <laughs> Dude, that's, that's been the decades Vince has never let people win their last and put themselves over yeah. and retire their way. It's a weird. It's a weird <clears throat> I don't like that. Yeah. I don't. I gotta say, I like that Shawn Michaels has been the anti-Terry Funk. That Shawn Michaels yeah, has stayed fair. true to his retirement. Yep. Um, I will say... It's, that, bull, it's bullshit that he said the fans... You know, he's honoring the fans by retiring. Bullshit. bullshit. I, I love when he said that, and it was met with, you, we won more match. Yeah. One more match. It's <laughs> like, the fans no, what The fans are literally telling you they want to see you wrestle one more match. They're not saying that. Yeah, but, exactly. uh, but 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 that, that aside, uh, I am the opposite. I'm huge HBK Mark. So... Okay. Um, I liked that it was, you know, when you, when they announced that HPK was going to be on Raw, um, it very much felt like it was going to be just kind of like your run-of-the-mill, Shawn Michaels coming out, yeah. he says it, goes back to the back, not a big deal. So I liked that he came out, he was doing his thing, and then The Undertaker. Like, I don't think anyone was expecting The Undertaker to come yeah. out during that segment. So I, usually they've been promoting The Undertaker because yeah. he has so few appearances lately. Yeah. Um, so I liked that it was a surprise, it was a good surprise. Um... And I like that it sold the Triple H mm-hmm. t- Taker match. Sure. I like that. Um, I don't like the teasing of another match. Even though they weren't really doing that, it, you can't see Shawn Michaels do We all know Shawn Michaels, the yeah. performer, loves wrestling. Yes. We all know it. And we as fans who watch Shawn Michaels forever know yeah. that when he starts saying stuff like that, you're like, oh, this, is, this, yep. this seems like a setup for another match. Yep. This seems like a setup for him coming back. If it is, if it's one more match, you know what? I'm kind of cool with it. I, you know, okay. I, 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 you know, he had mentioned he wants to be a tag match, yeah. so I do, I do fear that it's going to be something boring like DX. you know DX versus Undertaker and Kane or something like that. And like I don't care, great, you know, greatest Royal Rumble two DX versus yeah. the you know the Brothers of Justice or whatever. So, so Brothers of Destruction. So sure, bunch of guys in their sixties. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <I> just, <I'm, laughs> exactly. You know, I'd much rather see like a Shawn Michaels versus Mojo, Shawn Michaels versus AJ yeah. Styles, Shawn Michaels versus like Seth Rollins. You want to come back? Bring it, bring it. Shawn yeah. Michaels versus Roman Reigns, like any of those. Sting took a buckle bomb. You yeah. can take a buckle bomb, son. <laughs> exactly. That's what I'm getting. Um, so so. So I, I'd be okay with it as much as uh, – even though I would like to see him stay retired because I uh, – his legacy is something that yeah. I really uh, respect. I yeah. love Shawn Michaels. Uh, so I don't really want to see him wrestle another match. Okay. But if he is, this was cool. Right. Even if he wasn't, this was really cool. It was, it was, it was a nice change of like, oh, damn, like this, this went from not that important of a segment to like real important yeah, segment real fast. And I, I like that. And Taker can still do it, man. Man, he's got it, dude. dude I mean, Those both of them. You, I, I, both yeah, of them. Both, yeah, I mean, when no they, doubt. When there no was doubt. that thing when he was doing that, I know he was – we made fun of the fact that the fans were still chanting one yeah, more yeah, match yeah. and stuff. But I couldn't help personally getting goosebumps when he was like, I do respect for the t- Undertaker. Like, I do. I stayed retired. Like, you're like, oh, that's, that's classic yeah, HBK. Yeah. I love it. it I is. love it. No doubt. No doubt. I wanted so bad for him to hit Taker with a super kick. So bad. Oh. I, was like, I was sitting there like, is he going to super kick Taker right now? Like, damn. They're going, they're going, ha- they're going ham with that Australian money now, right. dude. 
It'd be great if he super kicked him and Taker didn't even move. That would be great. <laughs> then he'd be like, oh, shit. Uh, all right, Sasha Banks and Bailey they took on Ember Moon and Dana Brooke, which basically was a setup to break up Titus Worldwide. Dana walked away. Since she was sick of both of them. Apologies must be another but supportive. I what know. are you sick of, huh? I know. I mean, I'm trying to be on your side. What are you sick of here? So she, she ran out and whatever's going to happen from that. And uh, it was just a weird match. And so, I guess just to put Sasha in there and the boss and hug connection. Yeah. Any, anything we need to say about no, that? No, not really. Uh, fair enough. It was what it was. Yeah. Let's move on to something more interesting. Kevin Owens assaulting Bobby Lashley. I thought you quit, son. Here he is hitting him from behind. And Lashley doing the meditation. Look, the... The promo for backstage, I was like, what is this? What is this stupidity? Same. And then him walking out into the ring, though, I was like, oh, this is kind of funny if they make it work. Because Lashley is actually really funny if you give him the right material. And I was like, okay, this is interesting. And then Owens coming out took a next level. So is it going to be Owens Lashley? Because if it is, I think this is a good guy to pair him with that will, like, Carry the match if he when he needs to, and also sell the massive shots by Lashley. He can't take on Strowman, but he can give his best to Lashley, don't you think? I, I completely agree with you. Uh, yeah. I, I, I think they would be a good pairing with each other. They'll both complement each other well, even though the Sami Zayn feud didn't work out yeah. very well for yeah. Lashley. Fair I, enough. I have uh, higher hopes for Kevin Owens versus Lashley. However, what was the point of last week? What yeah. was the point? Yeah. I actually, this was my favorite comparison of all the things that I tweeted last night from the yeah. shitty calendar in the show. He totally pulled a George Costanza. Like, quitting and then showing back up at work like yeah. nothing ever happened. Like, yeah. what? I didn't, I didn't quit. What are you talking about? Like, talking? That was one of my yeah. favorite Seinfeld episodes. When Hiding he under that. the desk. Yeah. All <laughs> yeah. of that. All the stuff he does at that job. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, um, I, it, I was bothered that, that every single... Fan wrestling site, yeah. uh, talking head uh, recap show, <laughs> all seem to have a better prediction or idea for what for Kevin Owens quitting WWE than what right. they actually did. Right. I mean, it was so uneventful. It was so just like what, yeah. like what, and then and then. I know we're skipping ahead. I'm, I'm skipping ahead a little bit here, but wasn't he helping Braun Strowman in the yeah. ma- after the main event too? Yeah. What? Yeah, that. If if I thought Drake Maverick being the office of pain uh, was offensive because it made no sense, this just was like a slap in the face. I mean, this yeah. was just like all logic being thrown out the window. Uh, I, I I did not get it. I, I I felt like it was just like a maybe we don't do this firing thing, and they switch course real fast. And I I didn't like that. Yeah. There was like they had a really cool setup for something that they did last week, and they literally just like nah, never mind. Yeah, and that was kind of that left a bad taste in my mouth. Yeah, I agree with you completely. I'm like, what's the point of this whole thing? And maybe this is a way to set up Zayn Zayn coming back, interfering in a match between Lashley and uh, uh, Owens, and, and it's a way to. But it just didn't make any sense. No, and you're right. And speaking of that last match, Finn Balor took on Strowman. They changed it around. Uh, Corbin did and said that it would be Strowman now, which everyone's like, oh no. But then Strowman showed up because he has to show up, I guess, because he needs help against <laughs> Finn Balor. He showed up with McIntyre and Ziggler. That was weird. Yeah. Strowman should just handle his business. Honestly, McIntyre and Ziggler should be surplus to needs and then only taken off the shelf when he needs him when he's on a three on three situation. But taking off Finn Balor, you need to bring your back up. I get that it's a heel move, but it makes no sense. Yeah. And the match was fine. It was a cool little match. And of course, Strowman uh, defeated him by pinfall. No problem there. But then all hell broke loose again. So uh, when they were trying to put uh, a Balor through the steps and shit like that. So the shield comes out. But then you're right. All the heels, of course. This is an interesting situation. And it struck me as it was happening. Like all the heels came down and destroyed the shield. None of the faces came down and interfered. So I was like, what happened to the guys at the back in the beginning of the of the of the feud at the beginning of the show? All of a sudden they don't come out? Like is this is this a tribal thing? Like you're doing like where only you're gonna destroy the faces? I don't know. I was wondering the same thing. Yeah. It was like 
it was almost the theme of this entire episode was uh, the theme of this entire episode for me almost felt like, yeah, it, it, what you did, uh, I understand, yeah. but this makes no sense. Yeah. You know, it was like every segment kind of felt that way for the most part. Yeah. Um, like, yeah, okay, I, I see what you're saying, but like, don't you remember all this was very confusing. And it was like, are there no faces on Raw that yeah. they all that no one was interested in helping out that? And and why did all the heels care? Yeah. Like why? Would, yeah. Why? Like why would Kevin Owens want to be helping uh, Braun Strowman yeah. and company? Uh, when was Drew Gulak ever tough enough to beat up Roman Reigns? <laughs> uh, like all so many questions that I had while watching this segment. I was just like, yeah. it, it, it. but 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 the main thing I thought to myself was like, yeah. <laughs> the main problem I had with this. Is that they were all acting like heels throughout this episode? Yeah, the Shield acted like heels, getting arrested, that whole thing. That was cool. Stealing a van. Yeah. Those are all heel moves, yeah. though. Like, yeah, I get, you're I, right. I guess it's like an Austin anti-hero kind of thing here. But like, technically, you got arrested and got stole a police van on Labor Day. Like, yeah. you're a kind of a dick. <laughs> and so, like, I didn't understand the like the Shield look like dicks, and then uh. the entire heel side yeah. that comes out. To also look like dicks. So it's like, who are we made to root for here? Like, am I supposed to be cheering for the shield here? Like, am I supposed to be cheering for bronze? Who am I supposed to be cheering for here? Like, I get there's these gray areas, but give me a few non-gray areas. Like, give me me a guy. Even if they got their ass kicked, if one or two guys had run out there to try and help the shield, they would have had, they would have got a huge reaction or something like that. It could have helped go forward with something else, but I, I, it didn't make a lot of sense. Just like having them all beat down the whole entire roster beating down the shield. Just like I yeah. get that visually, it was cool, but yeah. but storyline wise, made no sense to me. Yeah, they're already outmatched with Strowman and McIntyre and Ziggler. Like that's already an outmatched situation three on three between the Shield because Strowman by himself could take all three of them out. Honestly, so to me, it, it, to uh, have more people come run down, it just didn't make any sense overall. And then what happened? And then it seems to me like I was thinking uh, near the end of the program as it was finishing, I was thinking about why they did this and why it went the way it did. I was thinking, oh, man, is this a setup to bring Angle back to oh, kind of God. corral everything? Oh, my God. I didn't even – or even yeah. as the fourth Shield member because they had all four exactly. Shield guys. He was a Shield guy before for one oh, match, wasn't man. he? man. Yeah, so he was. I think they might bring him back. he's the fourth. Oh, no. man. No. Don't say such things. <laughs> Don't say if I don't want to see an Undertaker Triple H match, I certainly don't want to see Angle wrestle again. Good God, no more match, no more no match. match, no more match. He was struggling during his two matches that he yeah. had. So, you know, but boy, when you've seen the man in his prime, it's really tough to watch him because he was such a great technical wrestler to see him barely being able to the moves he could get away with. Like I'm just no, 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 no. So, but I think that I wondered if that was a setup to have Angle come back and like bring or restore order or blah, blah, blah. So I don't know. I also didn't understand the crew, like someone from the cruise. I know. I already mentioned Drew Gulak, but oh, yeah. he's part of 205 Live. Yeah. Why was he there? Yeah. We're, they're not on the show, the 205 Live guys. Like, we, Drake Maverick and Drew Gulak suddenly invaded Raw or something. Yeah. I know they were for a period of time. We haven't seen the cruiserweights on Raw in a long time. Uh, that being said, I hope that we get Drew Gulak versus Roman Reigns next week. <laughs> Even though it'll be a total squash match, uh, I hope that we get something on yeah. that because I would like to see it. Some people liked it, though. Some people were like, well, it works because th- then we know the Shield's on their own. They have to battle the odds and blah, blah, blah. But, like, you don't need it. No. You know, they're already an underdog in the situation. Well, and it just goes back to, like, the whole Hounds of, or the, the yeah, hounds hounds of Justice. Yeah. But they're not bringing justice for anyone but themselves in this scenario. Normally, that makes sense because it's like there's all these bad people they have to rise up against. But they were the dicks in this scenario. And Braun Strowman has corralled 
all the other dicks to outdick them, and now it's like this big dick party, and it's not even dick druids. So, uh, yeah, I don't know what's going on, but uh, but it should be interesting to see how they play it off next week. There you go. There you go. All right. Well, that's our Collider Body Slam Raw recap uh, uh, for this week. Uh, Ryan, do you want to tell people where uh, they can find us or all the stuff that we they can subscribe at? Yeah. So if you're watching on video, please check out uh, our Wrestling Sheet Radio feed on iTunes, Podcast One. Subscribe to us there. Leave a rating. Leave a review. Helps us out a lot. Please share it. Please help us out. Uh, those kind of things go a long way. It helps with the whole algorithm of things, and it really, really does make a difference. Uh, so if you can go there, it would be a big help to me. Also, uh, Aaron Turner, I meant to tell you, yes. his show is finally going to premiere uh, this weekend. Uh, He's so happy. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm happy. I, yeah. I'm, I, I paired him up uh, with a, a girl, I'm a, a woman I'm a big fan of. Oh, I think cool. she's a great personality. Her name is Rachel Evans. Okay. And uh, she is a huge wrestling fan. She okay. is a big-time indie wrestling fan. Lucha Underground, NXT, ROH, New Japan. She loves all that stuff. So okay. um, her and Aaron, perfect combination. I literally, I, I listened to their first test episode this weekend. I, I had them uh, record something just so I could hear if they had chemistry together. Yeah. And within the first three minutes, I was like... Man, I am good at pairing people together because <laughs> I was laughing my ass off listening to the show. Nice. I was so entertained. Also had good insight uh, from indie wrestling fan perspective. So mm-hmm. that show is going to be debuting soon. It's called Clyder Bodyslam Best of the Rest. So I did not fully steal Aaron Turner's show from him. Uh, we're, 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 he's got his own one coming out now. Still part of the Clyder Bodyslam family. So Good. please, please check out our audio feed. If you're if you're listening to the audio feed, check out our YouTube channel. It's youtube.com slash C slash wrestling sheet. Putting videos up there. Uh, over the weekend, I only had a chance to – I didn't have as much interview time as I would have liked with people. So I didn't really do a ton mm-hmm. of interviews when I was in Chicago. But I did put up a cool video that is a post. Uh, everything that happened after All In went off the air in the ring. Uh, a lot of people were watching that since the pay-per-view ran a little long. That part didn't get to air. So go check that on the YouTube channel. Also, make sure you follow us on social media. It's at Wrestling Sheet on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. You can yeah. find me. I'm at Ryan Satin. Where do people find you at? You can find me at The Roca Says on Twitter and on Instagram. And everything that Ryan said, I echo it as well. And uh, great to hear that Aaron's doing a show. And I've, I've been a fan of Rachel Evans for a while. She's done a lot of stuff over there at AfterBuzz, so I've seen her break some stuff down. Oh, cool. She, she knows what she's talking she about. She really does. So, yeah, yeah, so yeah. It's, good, it's a good choice. It's going to be fun to hear their show. And maybe I'll get to be a guest every once in a while when I learn something about indie wrestling, as deep as these two apparently know it. And they do. <laughs> so that'll be fun to, 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 that, to hear that show this weekend and uh you guys also we've got oh, so many other stuff going on collider sports uh uh youtube page collider sports podcast feed that's all breaking out go subscribe to the collider sports stuff there obviously our regular collider video stuff and of course other things going on at collider gaming there's so much going on here collider subscribe to all of it We're trying to bring you as much content as possible going where what so we're going to see what we can do with that. All right, thanks, everybody, for watching this week on Collider Body Slam Recap. Don't forget, we have an all-in recap. So if once you finish watching this, go and watch the all-in recap. Uh, Ryan and I are going to break that thing down. Ryan was there. So you have a, a, a personal uh, uh, take on it, having been there, witnessed it all live, me sitting back through my computer watching it. So we'll see. All right, <laughs> thanks, everybody, for listening and, and, and watching. And we'll talk to you next week on Collider Body Slam. Napa know-how. This month, Napa's got all kinds of motor oil deals that can save you some serious cash. Like a five-quart jug of Napa Full Synthetic Motor Oil for just $16.49. With savings like that, you may start feeling like a VIP. But don't let it go to your head. These oil deals are for everyone. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. General states pricing. Sales prices not include applicable state local taxes or recycling fees. Offer ends 831.20. 
It's that Chico Pitbull, Mr. 305, better said Mr. Worldwide, and I'm here to tell you about my new podcast, From Negative to Positive, brought to you by my friends over at State Farm. I believe that to have success, you got to play the game, so that the game doesn't play you. You know, the biggest risk you take is not taking one. It's very important that you make sure that you make the most out of your money, especially when it comes to insurance. State Farm offers surprisingly great rates. They have great agents standing by helping you personalize your coverage. All this is backed up by award-winning, easy-to-use technology. It's a great price with an even greater service. When you want the real deal, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweaters starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. 